HP for the number of heart Free MC white talking Try to catch a play D Hopkins Pull up on the scene, we walk down All that talking tough got chalked out Bitch down the bricks, my hot route How we gon' lose, we hot now Got me sippin' Henny that act up Get it by the load, no Mack truck Put your ex on my sock up Bitch out of line, I'll smack her Welcome to Pittsburgh Chatter Where I do interviews where I want, whenever I want With who I want Today I got a very special guest JJ, how's it going, man? I'm good, man Thanks for having my dude First of all, I appreciate you stopping by Cause this is the last day, you got one more show, right? Yeah, I got two shows tonight, actually, man, at the uh, Pittsburgh Improv, man. The whole weekend been amazing, man. They've been coming out because, you know, I'm on Wham! on 107 with mm-hmm. DD in the morning show. Mm-hmm. So, that, you know, I sold a few tickets this weekend. Yeah. Sold a few tickets this weekend, man. Pittsburgh has been really showing me love. This is my, I think my only my third time in my career I've been mm-hmm. here. I came here years ago with Cedric Entertainer. Mm-hmm. I opened up for him at the Improv, man, but that was probably over 15 years ago. Well, hold on, hold on. Let's not skip ahead. So let's start at the beginning. How did you get into comedy? Like, how I got into comedy, man, was just a childhood dream of mine. Mm -hmm. Actually, man, you know, growing up in the streets of Mississippi, Mm -hmm. always, you know, was a fool. Always kept smiles on people's face, man. And you know, I just never thought comedy. I always wanted to be in the entertainment business, man, but just Mm -hmm. never really knew that comedy was going to be one of those branches of the entertainment business that, you know, led me to, you know doing what I'm doing. So what would you say was your first joke that you told that you already knew was like a hitter? The joke, uh, well, I went to a HBCU. Mm-hmm. All, the Alcorn greatest State. Alcorn yeah. State University, the greatest yeah. HBCU in the country, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, anyway, you a scholarship I, for the yeah, for, In the trumpet? band. I played the trumpet. Yeah, okay. I played, you did your homework. That's bit, what's up, man. Yeah. I ain't mad at you. Yeah, I played the trumpet, man. They played mm-hmm. for my college tuition. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, um, yeah, I went to HBCU, man, and... Um, and, man, a lot of my buddies just told me, like, man, you need to go on and get on that stage, man. Mm-hmm. Go on and get on that stage, man, and see if you can make things happen. So you would say that your friends at the college you were at, they were the ones that seen it a little bit early for you? They saw some, uh, uh, pretty much a lot, because, you know, Alcorn's in, in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So we're a big family, man. So we had to spend a lot of time with one another on campus. You know, we ain't had no McDonald's five minutes mm-hmm. down or Target yeah, yeah, CBS. Of course. So, you know, we was in the middle of nowhere, man. So, you know... Everybody was always together, so they saw they saw a, a nice little glance of what I was trying to do in my with my life. Okay, and then after uh, you had left the HBCU, and then you went to New York, correct? I went to New York for a mm-hmm. little while, man. Went to New mm-hmm. York for a little while, man. I had a couple of people that was interested in my career. Mm-hmm. You know, me and Mike Epps, you know, stayed together back in the day. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody know that, man. So we shared a, a living room, not even an apartment together. Mm-hmm. Stayed in the living room, you know. Whoever got home first got the couch. <laughs> you know what I mean? From the, you know grinding them streets of New York, man. So that was a great experience, man. But then, no, I'm so southern. Mm-hmm. You know, New York was just just a little too fast for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, great city, but I it wasn't for me to live in. Mm-hmm. 
It wasn't for me to. They're live. not really the most polite either, USA huh? people. They're not really most polite. Now you USA. know what? They really not, man. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's New York. That's they grind. That's they gritty. You know, and everything, man. You got to respect it and love it. You know, when you go up there, you know, you you already know that that's how they are and everything, man. But it's still a great city, man. Great people there, and they showed me love, man. I just had to get out of there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you've done a lot of performing on stage, and uh, you're I would say you're well versed on stage. But what was the first time that you touched the stage? The very first time I touched the stage, man, was in the ATL, man. I went to uh, open mic night at Earthquake. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my dude, Earthquake, man. Earthquake had a comedy club in Atlanta, and Tuesday nights was the dope night. So you weren't scheduled. This was just more No, like I a, wasn't scheduled. I had to get there early got you. And, okay. and, you know, get on that list, man, and hopefully and pray that they call your name. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those nights, man. So, you know, it was some big hitters in there that night. You know, these people was, you know, on the uh, show even before people knew who they were. You know, you know, I had Bruce Bruce in there. Ernest Jay was in there. Chris Tucker was in there. Earthquake, Zoo Man. So, you know, they had some folks that was going to They weren't up. there for open mic, though. No, no, but, you know, they do open mic first. And then, oh, And then okay, they okay, do okay, the big dogs. Okay, okay, okay. I got but you, so I got they you. came to show love to the open micers, man. You know, they got there early so they can also perform because, you mm-hmm. know, ain't no telling who Earthquake was going to call up. You know, as far as the heavy hitters to get on stage, man. So I got lucky, man, and got on stage that night, man, did well, man, and here I am today. I was still building my relationship. Wait, not to cut you off, just so yeah, was it as big as it is now then? What? Or like just the whole Kings of Comedy thing? Or was it like just since it was the beginning of that, people weren't as knowledgeable of like how big it was going to become? I mean, no, I mean, I mean, it's still big now, yeah. man. You know, it, it, it took the world by storm. You know, mm-hmm. you're putting those four comics together like that, mm-hmm. all four headliners. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it caught on real well, man. You know, mm-hmm. they did tours. They kept touring. And then, you know, the buzz was so big, you know, Spike Lee did a movie with it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and, I mean, it's one of the biggest uh, selling comedy tours yeah, in the world. Definitely, definitely. All right, yeah. my bad. I threw you off nah, track. No, no, you All good. Right. You so good? you were meeting, uh, you met him through the management the team. The management. I yeah, met okay, him yeah. through the management. They kept me yeah. on their radar, man. After the Kings of Comedy said, started doing his own thing. Everybody wanted to start doing their own individual thing. And, mm-hmm. and he was like, like, man, hey, man, won't you come rock with me and everything, man? I'm doing this Bud Light uh, review where he showcased comics that he thought was going to eventually, you know, make some noise in the business. And then when he started doing this one-man show, he like, man, come open up for me, man. Come on, rock with me, man. Let me teach you the business. Build your brand in, in front of my audience and everything, man. So I did that for about almost 15 years, man. So he kept me busy, man. He helped me um, build my own Because he was always on the road. Always on the road, selling out arenas yeah. and, and, and theaters and stuff, man. So I was... I was blessed to do that, man. It was mm-hmm. a two-man team at first. Yeah. It was just me and him. Mm-hmm. He allowed me to go showcase my talent for 25, 30 minutes, and he'd come out there and do another hour, 20, right behind me. Mm-hmm. So I got the chance to build my fan base, you know, under him. He put me in the movie Johnson Family Vacation. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I got a chance seen to that. do that, man. So, you know, now I'm branching out on my own, doing my own thing. Uh, you said Kim Folk. Yeah. Yeah, Kim Folk. <laughs> so I, 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 I was so curious about that line. So was that off the dumb or they? You know, they, they you know they give you a script, man. So, you know. A script yeah, how does it work? Thing. I mean, they give you a script. They give you an idea of what you want to do, mm. uh, how they want that, that scene to go and everything, man. So I just started my lines. And, you know, I was still green to being an actor and everything, man. So said, you know, pull me into his trailer mm. like, hey, man, you ought to you know, consider doing this scene like this 
you know, instead of doing word for word, because, like, again, man, that was my first movie, mm-hmm. you know, so at, at that time I had no acting. Uh, so were you? would you say you were nervous? Was I? Because there's, like, I'm Steve glad Harvey, had, Bow Wow. It's I'm like- glad I didn't have no white pants on in that movie. <laughs> it would have been brown in the back. I was just that damn nervous and everything, man. So, man, it was a good experience, man. Uh, but he just told me how to go rock that, that scene. But, you know, believe it or not, that was in one take. Mm. That was only one take. That whole particular scene was strictly one take. Because to be honest, at first the director didn't want it like that. Mm. He ain't like he wasn't really feeling it. So the producer and said them had to go to the uh, to the um, to the um, director and be like, "Hey man, we got to keep this part, man. It's very instrumental in the black." Communities, yeah, family, you know, everybody can relate to that, man. You know, you got that. The whole song. The facts. You know, everybody you know, everybody said got that, that in their family, man. Somebody's always got their hand out for something. So, man, you know yeah, what? Uh, as right. small as that role was, man, it really, it, it, it got big. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. still getting recognized for that. Mm-hmm. Till this day, and we did that years ago. Mm-hmm. So to this movie. day, man, you know, I'm still getting recognized for that scene. Because mm-hmm. I had, you know, I'm bald head. I had hair in. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it was very very instrumental in my career. You know, it, it kept my name out there, man. And, you know, I'm still out here grinding, dude. Mm-hmm. What would you say were some uh, pros and cons of being a comedian? Pros and cons of being a comedian, man. I mean, you know, you know, if you if you have the, the passion for it, the love for it, the drive for it, man, you know, the pros can always, you know, you can ma- make a living from it, man. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go out here and showcase your talent with it. And, um, you know, you can bring people into your lives. And but one thing man. I hear that you say is, like, the grind. And uh, it's kind of different now where it's online and using social media. You yeah. become bigger social media, over I mean, time. We just, it's just out, this, we just in that era right now. So if you could incorporate that into your daily life back then, do you think it would have been easier to take off? I mean, if, if we had social media back then, I mm-hmm. mean, it, it's a possibility. I mean, because, you know. I mean, a lot of people doing that. A lot of people yeah. eating off social media. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you can make an amazing living, you know, with those small little videos, man. You know, because a lot of people is, you know, online. But you're like, again, that's online. You're good on stage. I'm good on stage. And not everybody not, can do no, that. Not at all. I mean, so it, all right, for someone that, so someone that's online, that's good online. Like, what advice would you give someone that uh, would take their talents to the stage? Like, what would you tell them to do? Tell them they're gonna have to get on that st- get on that stage and hit them open mics. Mm-hmm. You know, just cause get- you funny with those little you know, whatever minutes they give you <laughs> online. That the don't skits. mean that's gonna translate to the stage, man. Cause mm-hmm. that, that stage a whole nother beast. You know, they not looking at you online. They pay mm-hmm. their hard earned money to come see you and for you to make them laugh. Mm-hmm. And you know, they'll give you a pass because they know who you are and you got a name and everything, man. But after. 10 to 15 minutes, they'd be like, all right, goddammit. Yeah. Where the funny at? <laughs> you got to come yeah, at least you for come one with it, man. But it's a few. I will uh, respect a few of them, man, that's out here really putting in the work mm-hmm. and, you know, hitting open mics and really working on the craft and taking comedy serious. Mm-hmm. There is some that's on there, man, and they eating off our, you know, off the, our grind, man, and ain't put the you know, daily grind and work to be where they are. As far as doing stand up, man, but ain't nothing you could do about it. At the end of the day, it's part of this new generation. That's what technology. But to is solidify up. yourself as a comedian, you have to take that you, step. You got right? to take that step, man. And again, there's only a few of them that's doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, it's, it's a real small pack when it comes for those social media comedians trying to translate into the big stage. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Did did you ever uh, do Deaf Comedy Jam? Oh, yeah. I did Deaf Comedy Jam. What was that like? I need to know the experience because, yeah, like, watching that great, is crazy. Man, it was great. Uh, man, you know, I kind of blossomed early in my career, man. Mm -hmm. I, I made a buzz for myself real early. Mm -hmm. um, I think I was maybe two years in the game, man, and I was already doing Def Jam. Mm -hmm. I was already doing HBO Def Jam. I did Apollo. You did the, Laugh, the Laugh Out Loud number? I did the Laugh Out Loud, but that was later on. Yeah, man. yeah, So, yeah. Uh, yeah, man, I did. I caught the end of Def Jam. Mm -hmm. I caught the end of Def Jam. I kind of. So not with Martin, with the, uh, what was the other guy's name? Uh, Martin and Joe Torrey yeah. did it. But, yeah. see, I did an all-star. I did an all-star um, host um, series, like, Adele Givens was my host mm -hmm. at that time when I did Def Jam. But, again, I caught it at the end, man. You know, it was really dying down. Mm -hmm. Wasn't it hot? You know, BT Comic View was definitely dying down, man. You know, they put, you know, a lot of comics on, on Def Jam, I mean, on Comic View that wasn't ready mm -hmm. and really didn't put that grind in to get it, man. But, you know, again, you can't knock it. You know, you ain't the producer of the show. You know, they, you know if they want to put them on, you got to put them on. All right, so my next question, I got to know, outside of yourself, uh, what is top five comedians you say? But first, I have to say, like, to me, I, I kind of put, I try to take Bernie Mac out of it, though. Okay. So go ahead. Because you think Bernie Mac, he, 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 he on the Mount Rushmore on his own. I was, look, I'm I sorry, Bernie Mac different. I ain't like, mad at it, dude. Like, a lot of people might say, like, the Red Fox. I kind of, I didn't really, uh... You ain't I come in and tell me you ain't get a chance to yeah, check yeah, those yeah. out, man. But, you know, those are... Definitely, the, the you know, really the gods are coming, man, mm -hmm. that, that really broke that barrier for us so you, to do what we... The Kings we, would take up four spots for you in the top five, outside of yourself. Uh, You know what? To be honest, no, I wouldn't... I mean, all the Kings ain't in my top five. Okay, okay, real. let me hear it, let me hear it. I, I mean, I'm curious know, like, now. You, I mean, I'm you, already, you already took Bernie Mac out, man. Yeah. You know, I, I, I definitely think Dave Chappelle is actually a GOAT. Uh, Chris Rock is definitely one of my favorite yeah. comics yeah, of all right. time, man. You know, uh, Eddie Murphy is definitely on, on my list, man. And then, you know what? I like comics that, I like a lot of comics people don't really know about. Mm. Like one of my one of my dopest dudes, man, he from St. Louis, Missouri, man, named Darius Bradford. Mm. That's one of, I could watch this So this cat. is someone local to you now. Yeah, yeah, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, you know, he on my level right now and mm. everything, man, but you know, I like to watch the guys that, you know, people don't really just give an opportunity and pay attention to, man. There's mm -hmm. a lot of comics out here, man, that's super funny, mm -hmm. but just haven't really had that opportunity, you know, to take their, their career. There's a lot of platforms now that will shed yeah, light on them, wild and out. It, yeah. yeah, you know, it is. And, man, you know, and people like Nick Cannon and, and Wildin' Out, man, you know. It, but that's it, aimed at a certain type of direction. So you can, if you can manage it on there and actually do good, and yeah, get I mean, laughs, and, you, and then, but you know, you still got to translate it to that that that, that uh, stage and everything, man. So you know, it, it just depends on you know you know how you get down on stage. Mm -hmm. So I mean, you've worked with a lot. We've talked about it, but what would you say was the biggest the biggest thing you did to you in your career? Man, being able to continue to sustain where I'm at right now mm -hmm. to be real consistency, yeah, so man. That's you know, longevity okay. and everything, man. You know. It's, I'm, I'm, I was blessed to, uh, you know, get a name out here enough where I was able to continue to work and everything, man. So opportunities are still coming in for me and everything. You know, I'm on a syndicated 
radio show yeah, now. Yeah, so let's talk about that a little bit. How did that come about? Oh, man, it really came out um, during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, the world was shut down. You know, everybody was online. You couldn't go to work. You couldn't go nowhere, man. So everybody was pretty much online, mm-hmm. you know, social media. Um, you know, create myself on 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 that platform. Mm-hmm. So I just did a couple of things, man. You know, I had this thing called Club Patio on my back patio, man. Mm-hmm. I just DJ music and people, you know, were just online, dry, yeah. you know, it was get booming online. online just man. booming, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. It was just fun. It was just something to do, man. It was a distraction for everybody, man. You know, because we was down as a world, mm-hmm. man. So you know, people were just looking for some to do because we it wasn't nothing to do you couldn't go nowhere so i did that and then i'm i create this character named jailhouse willie mm, where i turned so my shower into a you know a holding cell like mm. i was in uh solitary confinement and created in like prison. a skit created a skit man i was in prison you know mm. during the pandemic mm. and i was just making people laugh man and and luckily Creativity. man somebody from the show you know they was already fans of mine and uh, man, they just uh, got on my on my page, man, and checked me out. And they was making the transition of you know finding some other people to get on their show. Mm-hmm. And they kept asking me, to, you know, to chime in every morning, you know, make them laugh, man, you know, um, just be on the show for a couple of times. And mm-hmm. then they kept calling me, I kept calling me back. And they just offered me the job. They mm-hmm. just offered me the job, man. Our chemistry was good. You know, with Dee Dee and everything, man. I got my and man you knew Jack. her before. Yeah, because okay. I did a show before, man, uh, in Dallas. I was living in Atlanta at the time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, and I used to go to Dallas and do the improv. Mm-hmm. And she was real selective as far as who she allowed to come on the air and, you know, uh, showcase their uh, talent, man, to sell tickets for the club. So they was already fans of mine. And then I did a big April Fool's Day show with Monique, D.C. Youngfly mm-hmm. in Dallas, man. You know, they were able to check me out on a bigger platform and again they offered me the job man mm-hmm. so it's great man it's really uh giving me an opportunity to you know build my brand um and i'm i'm getting this this type of generation mm-hmm. as far as the younger millenniums and mm-hmm. what they call them gen gen z gen z's <laughs> and everything man so you yeah. know because i want to still continue to do stand-up man mm-hmm. i love what i do man i also want to do some other things but i still want to touch that stage mm-hmm. man and you know, I, I do want to, you know, cater to the younger generation as well. Mm-hmm. All right. So now I have to ask because um, it may be normal to you because you're naturally around these people. But who would you say some of the biggest people you've met, though? Because from the pictures I've seen, there's a lot there. So yeah, man. A lot of, I, I met a lot of people, man, in this mm-hmm. business, man. You know, especially, you know, touring with Cedric. Mm-hmm. Uh, I but mean, like the one that like shocked you, like you was oh, like, Oh, come on. Hands down. I'm 44. Barack Obama. <laughs> okay, I care. All right, so tell me. Hands down. That's I was going to try to pivot into that story, yeah, but I guess yeah, you could you, just, I mean, how you did already, that come about? Man, I was doing a comedy uh, festival in Martha's Vineyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, my man Damon Williams and his partner Steve Capers, they do a, a black comedy festival in Martha's Vineyard. And, you know, that's where Barack vacations at doing mm-hmm. his birthday and everything on his time off with him and his family. So it's like a four to five week thing. Mm-hmm. And each week they bring in another group of comics. And I just happened to be on that that weekend there 
Barack was in town, and you know I'm an advocate golfer. Mm -hmm. He likes to play. Wait, was golf. this during his presidency or after? This was after. Okay, okay. But okay. you know, it don't you know, matter. Barack, Barack, still Barack. Yeah, yeah, yeah facts. Man, nobody care if he in a wheelchair, missing a leg. Still Barack. Yeah, Barack. You know what I mean? Still Barack, man. So I got a chance to play golf with some of my buddies, Chris Spencer, mm -hmm. uh, the legendary NBA player, Alonzo uh, Mourning was there, Morning. Ray Allen. Oh. Was there, you Ray know, playing, Allen. yeah, Ray Allen, the the three kings. So you was with real golfers, yeah, like these? yeah, I was out there with some real okay, dope right, golfers, man. Yeah, that was just having the day. Barack was out there, man, and and man, he walked up to me, man. I was shaking like a stripper. <laughs> I was nervous <laughs> as hell. I love that Mercer, man. I mean, that was that was truly a great mm -hmm. moment in my life, man. Definitely something I got off my bucket list. Mm -hmm. And he was cool. You know, you would never thought the man was the president, mm -hmm. man. He was out there dressed all normal, had some Ocean Pacific shorts. You know, they stopped at the top <laughs> of the thigh. And so what was the golf game like? Uh, Barack can definitely go. Oh, so he nice? He, yeah, he nice. I mean, okay. I didn't play in his particular group. Mm -hmm. He was in front of me. Mm -hmm. and, you know, so he you got his, to see a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, I definitely got to see him. He still had the, you know, the Secret Service with him. You know, they walking around the golf course, man, you know, making sure everything. Because once you're president, I think you have lifetime, like, security. I think, yeah, like you that. have to. I'm yeah, pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, man. So, yeah, man, that was a great experience, man. That's all. That's Ain't nothing bigger than that right there mm -hmm. for me. Okay, well, I mean, I, I, how can you outmatch that? You would have to nah, literally yeah, probably yeah. leave yeah, America I, I to outdo that. to meet God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, 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 yeah, you know, chinchilla <laughs> or somebody. <laughs> somebody real big, because that's definitely um, – you can't really top that. No, nah, you can't top that one right there, for sure. Okay, let's take it back. Let's rewind and let's go back. So what was life growing up, like when you were young? School, how was that, How was all of that? <laughs> it was amazing, man. You know, I had a, I had a dope uh, childhood mm -hmm. growing up in, uh, in Jackson, Mississippi, man. You know, I come from a large family. It's six of us. You know, I have older uh, brothers and sisters. I have one younger than me, so I'm next to the baby. So, man, you know, growing up in Mississippi, man, I was uh, blessed to have both of my parents mm -hmm. in my life and stuff, man. So it was fun. You know, I played the trumpet. You know, I was active in the So sports. that was your hobby. Was there anything outside of the trumpet? That, I uh, mean, you know, I played basketball. You know, I was pretty athletic growing up, man. You know, played basketball as a kid. You know, at the Y, you know, I played baseball as a kid, played football as a kid, man, and uh, – you know, just doing normal but things. But you didn't take none of those serious. You don't like fall no, in love no, with No, no, I really did, man. I mean, I, I mean, I, I could have been a cold wide receiver back in the day, mm -hmm. but I went out for uh, middle school, junior high football, and we really didn't play a wide receiver type of offense. It was mm -hmm. all run game. too tight, run game, too tight in. So I went out for a pass one time. I guess I got hit so hard, I left. <laughs> I like, I get out here halftime. That's when I picked up the trunk. Hey. I know, I can yeah, relate to that. Yeah, Football yeah. wasn't for me. Nah. I see how people consistently want to do that. Do that, yeah, 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 yeah. More power to them, man. You know, I enjoy to watch it, but it definitely wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. I said, like, all right, let me pick this trumpet up. I get out here at halftime. You have a lot of shows, so you're on the road a lot. So how do you uh, manage to spend time with your family and also be able to uh, be on the road? Man, you know, uh, now that I do radio, so like my, my mm -hmm. family is still in, I didn't want to take my son out of high school. Mm -hmm. So he's finishing up his senior year in Atlanta, Georgia. So mm -hmm. I'm in Dallas, Texas by myself. Mm -hmm. So it was it was a major uh, something I had to really adjust to because I was at home and you know I was always at home during the week and I do and, and I was able to go do my grind on, on the, the weekend. weekend. Mm -hmm. Now I'm in Dallas, you know, Monday through Friday 
And if I'm not on the if I'm not on the road, I get a chance to go home, mm-hmm. or they'll you know he'll come up to me to Dallas, or he'll meet me somewhere out of town or something like that, man. So it was a, it was a big adjustment, man, but it's working out, man. You mm-hmm. know they allow me to um, you know you know chase my dreams, man, and go out here and just provide. Mm-hmm. And it's proof. There's proof in the proof. yeah, absolutely, absolutely, my dude. Okay, so they're like, do you have any like funny memories from when you were young? Like anything specific, like. Oh man, some funny moments, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had a fun little little childhood, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I could just pinpoint one. How were you in school? Oh, popular. Class, class, I was popular. Okay, you know, because my mom was an educator, man. So my mom was real, you know, known in in the city mm-hmm. where I lived and everything, man. So I definitely uh, took advantage of those perks of you know I can get in trouble at school or be late for school and didn't get the punishment. You know, I was, I got lucky when got some privileges, you know, the normal kids didn't mm-hmm. get, you know, I may get a, I may get an extra hamburger at, 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 at lunchtime or something like that. Or Damn, they people may slide, will be hating. Yeah, it's crazy something, hating. not little. You know, they may slide me an extra milk or, or, <laughs> or you know, an orange juice during breakfast for or sure, something like that. Sure. You know, so I was, I was popular at school, man, you know, you know, we had little, you know, little different little. You know how they have like, you know, school spirit. You know, I won school spirit mm-hmm. a couple of times in uh, in high school and junior high. You know, I was, uh, you know, voted Mister Junior Class a couple mm-hmm. of times and stuff like that, man. But you know, you know, like I said, yeah, I was popular, man. Kind of known in the city when I when I was growing up and everything. So, man, you know, had a fun childhood. Mm-hmm. All right, well. I had a lot here, and it's like I feel good because I was able to ask every question I wanted to ask right, you. Right, everything right. I know that's good, man. You fired these. You're good at this. Like hey, this man, is normal you know, for man, you. It's, it's 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 just experience, man. The reps over yeah. the years of me doing stand up, man, did a lot of interviews, and you know, doing I mean, being a comic, man, being on radio, man, it, it's it's starting to flow naturally for me. And I'm a, like I said, I was, I'm a small platform. I'm not even that bill yet, and so I reached out to you, and I was surprised you hit me back, but. Like, I really do appreciate you. Man, no this, doubt, man. man. You know, I'm one of those ones, man. Just can't never forget where you come from, man. You know, never forget that you had to start like this one time as well at the bottom, man. You know, so I, I try to give everybody opportunities mm-hmm. to, you know, to uh, showcase their platform and stuff, man. So, and then it's another opportunity to, for me. Mm-hmm. Here's another opportunity for me to, uh, you know, be on your platform and and, and, and get into the, your audience and you you know the, your listeners and stuff like that. So it's a win win for both of us to be real, man. No. You know, I ain't too big. I ain't I ain't, I ain't nobody. Mm. No, <laughs> let's not. We gotta stop the capital, man. You definitely somebody. Yeah, man, I appreciate it, man. So yeah, yeah I got two shows tonight, man. Mm-hmm. Um, Pixbury really been showing me love, man. You know, you know the show's been great, man. Two tonight, almost sold out. So. This was a good. This was a really good look for me right here. All right. Well, like again, I appreciate you. Yeah, man, for sure, man. Thank you for having me, man. Whenever I'm in the city, brother, if you ever need me again, oh, man, absolutely. Let me know. Let me All know, you have man. to do, I'm a DM away. If any of my friends come through here, man, yeah, I know, uh, man, I'll hit you up and see if I can we'll get you. We'll pull another chair right yeah, up. Yeah, man, no doubt. Okay. Absolutely, brother. Right appreciate on. Appreciate you. All right, we're all good.